Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. When you hear this music, you are ready for some football. College football specifically, That's the anthem that you hear, CBS football or CBS college football. I get amped up every time. I'll be honest with you, of all the sports themes for like each sport and everything, each network, this is one of my favorites. It's one of. I'm not sure it's my favorite, but it's one of my favorites. It's definitely top three. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Because I do get fired up. I do, too. Because typically when you hear this, it's a big game. Yeah. So we have the preseason rankings that have came out today. And it's not a shocker to anybody, but Alabama, number one. And it's not close. Roll Tide. It is Roll Roll Tide. I'm talking there were... 65 first-place votes. They got 54. Yeah. That's a runaway. Mm-hmm. A runaway. So Alabama is number one. Number two is Ohio State, representing the Big Ten. Then you have the defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs, at number three. Then it sounds like it's going to be um, the Clemson... Tigers are going to bounce back. This will be a bounce back season for Dabo. And then at number five, you got the Fighting Irish in Notre Dame. I don't think there's anybody that looks at that top five that's surprised. No. Because when we think about college football, let's be honest here, Hammer. Okay. Isn't it typically the same dozen teams? It feels that way. It feels that way. Now we have some surprises from one year to the to the next. And every now and then one of those same teams has a down year like Clemson did last year. But for the most part, I think the same teams over and over are there yep. because they recruit better. Yep. It's the rich get richer. Yeah. Where are the gophers in these rankings? Well, they are in the all of the receiving votes. So they're not ranked. No, if you look down and read the fine print, they got six votes. That's four behind Appalachian State. That's not a lot. And one ahead of South Carolina. That's not a lot. Are you... Surprised by that? No. I'm not either. No. 
I mean, we do got a lot returning, though. You do. And, and I, w- I will say this about rankings. Yeah. The rankings are never kind to the Gophers. No. You, you have to earn that respect. I mean, Alabama being number one, yeah, they bring a lot of people back, but they've earned the right to be number one with their play over the year. I mean, people give them the benefit of the doubt. Uh, Ohio State, same reason. I mean, they've been the the marquee Big Ten program for like the last, what, 15, 20 years? Mm-hmm. So they've earned that ranking. And now people believe that Michigan is going to remain a dominant program. We have some good players coming back. Harbaugh. Oh, I forgot about this. How could you forget about this? You've only worked with me for eight months. So I guess I might as well just go ahead and ask the question now. Okay. When Ohio State and Michigan play, we'll put money on it. Why would you want to pick Ohio State? Because I like Ohio State over Michigan. Every year. Sorry. Okay. I'm willing to do that and uh, I got to think about this. I got to see what Michigan State has coming back. That's fair. Um, But I like Mel Tucker. Mel Tucker's a good coach. I'm a fan. I'm not a Michigan guy, and I can't stand Harbaugh. I can't believe you're rooting for Jim Harbaugh. I tolerate Harbaugh. I mean, this goes back to what? Were you a fan back at Lloyd Carr and... Bo Beckler. Oh, gosh. Wait, wait, you you never heard... I told you about Charles Woodson's story, right? Yeah, you told me about that. That's where it started, really. But I mean, I, I mean, I followed Bo Schimbucker back in the day. And Gary do you Waller. do you have the whiskey? I don't because I don't drink. I thought you got a bottle of his whiskey one time too. No, no, I sampled some of his wine at the taste of the NFL. Oh, I get you. It was good, but I'm not a big drinker, so that's why I don't have any bottles at home. Man. Oh man, I can give you the Charles Woodson love, but ugh, Michigan, and I and I and I'm. Tom Brady, I'm a fan, wasn't a fan of Michigan. Let, let me let me say this. That was a fan of Brady at Michigan. What is the what is the the biggest thing that's shocking about this top twenty five poll? The biggest thing that's shocking. I'll be honest, I'm a little surprised George is not number one after they won the national title me last too. year. That but that's not the biggest one. That's no, not I, the biggest one. I, I know it's not the biggest one. The fact that Texas AM so low. Okay. Is that what you're thinking of? Nope. All right. You're never going to get it, so I'm going to tell you. Probably not, so. All right. Alabama, Ohio State, Georgia, one, two, three, right? Yes. Look down to Texas at 18. They got a first-place vote. I missed that. How the hell does a team that's ranked 18th overall get a first-place vote? There's got some bias there. Now, when do you ever see that? People, you guys got to understand what I'm saying here. There is, out of this whole entire poll, there were 66 first-place votes. Alabama got 54. Ohio State got five. Georgia got six. So that's the one, two, and three teams in all of college football in terms of the rankings. You have to go all the way down to the 18th-ranked team in Texas, and they got a first-place vote. Like, that is beyond biased. That's insane. You know what the voters thinking, right? What? Texas is back. Of course. And you know who's saying that and voted that? Somebody in Texas. Yes. 
That's not somebody outside of Texas that no. gave him a first place vote. The, that's the, somebody the, that's a homer that said Texas is. They bad. probably have an Austin zip code. I'm betting. Oh gosh, that. What, do you ever see that? I can't remember the last time I saw that. That is an oddity, dude. It really is. Oh gosh, that's unbelievable. I'm glad you noticed that because I would have totally missed that. Oh, I saw that and I was like, "Well, hold on, this is weirdo. Mm-hmm. This is weirdo behavior. This makes absolutely because that in itself makes no sense." No sense. No. You can't even defend it. But I'll say again, the Gophers are not a program where you think that they are going to be a top 20 or top 25 preseason team. If if you're a Gopher fan, you have to always accept that you're going to be underrated. Whenever they have Big Ten Media Day and whenever they do the preseason polls, the Gophers are not highly thought of. But what do they do typically? They play better than where people expect them to be. Yeah, the problem here is that if you're Minnesota, you want to be ranked nationally. You can't lose home games to Bowling Green. You've got to find a way to win those games. Or you can't win a big game in the Big Ten that follow the stinker the following week. You can't do that. You have to be more consistent with your winning. And yeah. then once that happens, you'll see it more likely in the top 25. I can't wait for college football. Play the music again. You got me fired up. Just play it one more time. Okay, let me just cue it up here. And oh. By the way, apparently they're supposed to announce the uh, media rights for the Big Ten tomorrow. And the Big Ten's not going to be on ESPN. It looks like Fox gets the main game, then CBS gets the second choice, and NBC will get the third choice. NBC of all places. How about that? That's big news. Yes. I saw that from the Sports Business Journal. Uh-huh. That's big news. Isn't that insane? It's a little different, yeah, but when you have your own network, too, I guess you don't really need ESPN. Yeah, that's still different, though, man. We're so used to we're still used to the Big Ten games on Tuesday nights. Yeah. Like, basketball-wise. I remember, I remember those, yes. Yeah, that's... Well, that's I, remember, I remember Big Ten was part of Big Monday back in the day. Until the Big 12 totally blew it up. Yeah. Rock Chalk, baby. Yeah. All right, coming up next, Minnesota Lynx. They're still in the postseason race, and they got the return of Nafisa Collier. We get to that next year on Lake Night. I want to say welcome back to the Minnesota Lynx to Nafisa Collier. Nice to see her back. One of the stars of the Lynx. She returned yesterday. And the Lynx win over the Dream, Atlanta Dream. Final week of the season in the playoff chase. She finished with six points, a couple of rebounds. She's trying to knock off the rust. But I do have something to say about her returning this late. I'm not knocking her coming back this late. Okay? Let me be clear about that, Hammer. I'm not knocking her for coming back this late. Because for her to return at all this season is pretty significant. And maybe she'll be the key contributor to get them over the hump and into the postseason. But I don't want her to feel like she had to come back. And the reason why I say that is because for a woman to give birth, okay, 
and try to put in all the work and effort to get their body right and to train and to do all of that. I don't want these women to feel like they have to rush to do it. They love the game. And I'm never going to knock a woman for loving the game and wanting to get back with their teammates. Okay, I'll never do that. I applaud them for that. But I, I hope that they're not guilt-tripped into, well, you got to get back. Your team needs you. Because when a woman has a child during the season, dude, that's a big deal. That's a, I don't care what anybody says. That's a big deal. And so she didn't shoot it well. She was, what, 207 from the field. And she just gave birth 10 and a half weeks ago. A, more power to her. I think it's awesome that she's a mom. Congratulations to her and her fiance. But I, I just hope that she doesn't feel like she has to come back and contribute to the team immediately this year. I, I, I don't want her to feel that way. This team knew that they were going to be without her this year. And I quite honestly, I said this before the season started. And you know this, Hammer. I said, I don't see her playing at all this year. She proved me wrong. They said yesterday that she just started practicing with the team like two days ago. So that tells you everything about about just being with her family, being with her daughter, and now trying to get back with her teammates. That's her determination, being back with her team. Yeah. But I, but I don't I don't want her to feel like she's got to force no be forced into that. And I don't think any Lynx fans for thinking that at all. I think they're just grateful to have her back on the court now for this final playoff push. I mean, I'm happy to have her back because I like watching her play. I love watching. I, her play. I think the Lynx are a much better team when she's on the court, obviously. And it's clear the team missed her this year by the way they started out. And like, if she can give that team a push to get over the hump with uh, Diana Taurasi out for Phoenix and find a way to beat Seattle in the final two games, I mean, let's have it. Let's have, let's do it. I think that there is one major reason, though, why Nafisa Collier is back with his team. Why is that? And it's not just the playoff thing. There's one significant reason why I think she came back. I think that she wants the send-off for Sylvia Fowles to be as best as possible. I think that Nafisa Collier is returning not just because she wants to be with her teammates, it's not just because they're that close to the postseason. She knows this is Sylvia Fowles' last go-round. And you know what? I have her back. I want to play because one of the GOATs is about to retire. She's about to hang him up. She's one of the greats in Minnesota Lynx basketball. And I want to have her back. I think that's a major reason why she's doing If If Sylvia Fowles is not retiring, is Nafisa Collier back playing here? I'm not sure that she is. I could be wrong, and I'm not getting in. I don't have any inside information on this, but you would have to think that that is playing a part in this decision. I think you have an excellent point there. I hadn't thought about that, but you're right. The fact that Celia Fowles is called a career after this year, a, a, a remarkable career in itself, mind you. Remarkable. But the fact that if Hugh Collier's like, you know, if I come back help this team out, we can make a push here and give her the send-off she deserves. I like the storyline aspect. I like how you're thinking here. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think that that could be a part of it too. But I just like the fact that they're saying we're going all out. We are the Minnesota Lynx. We are used to winning championships. We are used to being in the postseason. All the stuff about missing the postseason, that's not what Minnesota Lynx basketball is. We are used to winning at a high level. So we're going for it. We got Nafisa back. This is Sylvia's last go-around. Kayla McBride's playing well. And we were in the studio uh, last week. Speculating on it. Well, well, we were talking about um, who was Ariel Powers got hurt in the yes, game. We, we watched it happen, actually. And we're like, oh, that didn't look good. It looked but, like but she, she stayed, hyperextended she her knee. In at least, though. And she stayed in and she kept playing. Yeah. Like, that said a lot. That, that tells me that this team still has fight in them. Yeah, this team has a lot of heart in them. Absolutely. That's all you can ask for, really. And it's not just the players, but we know that Cheryl Reeves. We know she's a fighter. You know, I think she's a remote coach in UFC for how they started, how she kept her team focused and dialed in. Now they're still fighting for a playoff spot. I mean, I think that's remarkable. Maybe- I look at I look at this photograph of Nafisa Collier with her daughter, Mila. Yeah. Oh, so cute. Dude. By the way, great name. I mean, are are you a fan of Mila Kunis? I'm actually a fan of my niece, Mila Shrepfer. Oh, did not know that. Yeah, there's a Mila in my family. Yes, and she's my favorite person. So you're fond of the name. Let's just say that my, my Milo's my niece is my favorite person in the world. Oh, how old is she? Uh, she is right now five. That's awesome. Little terror, but she's five. She's a little terror. Oh, she's a little terror. Is she uh, like? Is she spunky? She did, is she filled with personality? Let's put it this way: she does not give an f about anything. <laughs> she's one of those. Like she has no f's to give. She's keeping you on your toes. Yes. Oh, I like that. Yeah. I like and she that. loves to agitate her older sister, too. And her older sister is? Uh, Eva, who's eight years old. And she's also one of my favorites. I like that um, that age gap there. Yes. I think three years is the right gap between siblings. Hey, this is three. this is from the 651. Fee said from the beginning, before she even gave birth, that her goal was to try really hard to get back to be able to play with Sylvia in her final year. That's awesome. And I appreciate the text from the 651. I just think it's hard to expect that. Yeah. Like, like there's so many unknowns in sports when we have players coming back from injuries, and then when you're talking about childbirth, I, I get it. And, I, and, I, well, and that's why I say I give her props for coming back, but there's so much that you don't know is going to happen. And I have a question. You may not know the answer to this, but maternity leave usually, when people give birth, they're gone for like three months now usually, right? Is that the right uh, time? I don't know. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yes, I don't know either. I mean, you got more kids than I do. Okay, I don't have any kids. I have nieces. Me neither. I don't even have nieces. Yeah. They're, they're fun. Being an uncle is one of the greatest things in the world because you have the fun with the kids. When they act up, you can back to the parents. But I think the text line solidifies my point. Mm-hmm. If Sylvia's not in her final year, Fee probably isn't back. I think you're right. So I'm, gl- I'm glad that the 651 has chimed in. Thanks. I appreciate the text. But, yeah, no, more power to her, man. And hopefully, and, and you mentioned it. Let, let's reiterate this, too. Something that Hammer mentioned towards the end of last hour, that Diana Taurasi is out for the rest of the season yeah. with a quad injury, right? Yeah. So that means that she will miss Wednesday's game. Yes. And Phoenix is still trying to make the postseason, too. Phoenix is one game ahead of Minnesota right now. That's such a big game. That's a must win for Minnesota. Hold on. So, so while we're on the topic of... The links. Let me look really quickly and see the final remaining schedule. I can tell you their games. Okay. All right. Let's it's, do it. It's home. It's on the road at Phoenix and home Friday against Seattle. And then Connecticut. That's the final game. Yeah. So they've got three games left. Yeah. They need to at least go 2 and one and that's going to be Yeah, cuz we're expecting last week 3 and 1 probably get them in and they took care of that with Atlanta last night. So Now, just because uh Tarasi is not going to play doesn't mean that Phoenix is not going to be a hard. No, but you have a better edge beating without Tarasi than Agreed. With, but you still have to go out there and produce. Agreed. I actually think that Sue Bird, she's got more in the tank. I think that Sue Bird and Sylvia Fowles have more left in the tank than oh, Donna Tarasi. Tarasi's been not great this year. No. So that's interesting. Links basketball. All right, coming up next, one of the biggest names in the NBA has said that, um, look, I want to trade. Or you fire the GM or possibly the coach. Who said that? I'll tell you. Next, after weather on Lake Night. All right, this next story I absolutely hate. And I don't hate this story because it's Kevin Durant. Or it involves him. I hate the story because in professional sports, I just don't like it, period. When players dictate to teams whether a coach should be fired or not. I don't like it. I think that players should have some power. Not this type of power. Because the power that a player should have is to have some say in things that happen with the organization to a certain point. Because players play, and they're going to always be in positions, depending on how good they are, and depending on their contract situation, to request a trade. And if a player wants to get traded, that's fine. Then ask for a damn trade. We see it all the time. 
But when you see players that are saying trade me or fire the coach, I think that's going way too far. So Sham Sharanya of The Athletic, he has stated that Kevin Durant met with the uh, the owner of the Brooklyn Nets, and he said the team needs to choose between either trading him or firing the combination of Steve Nash, the coach, and general manager Sean Mars. He doesn't believe in the direction the team is heading. Okay, so so let me let me say this. If it is indeed true, let's assume that all of that's true. He doesn't believe in the direction of the Brooklyn Nets. Which that's clear because he requested a trade. Then go somewhere else then. But saying fire the coach, to me that's crossing the line as a player. I I I just I don't like it for any player. This is not a Kevin Durant thing. I don't think that LeBron James should be calling shots on coaches. Mm-hmm. I don't think that I don't think that any player should be calling shots on coaches. That's just me. I mean, you value their input whatsoever, but they shouldn't be making any decisions on it. That's what you have an owner for, or GM for. You can, I, you can consult with them if you want, but you're you the player, man. Exactly. You you just go through play, go through score baskets. And and look, I'm all for giving the players some power because look, you and I both know this. Players do have some power. Mm-hmm. Kevin Durant's got some power. We're in the player empowerment era. Exactly. But to go to this length, like, one of the reasons why Steve Nash is the coach is because of you. Yeah. Like, Steve- he, had, he said, yeah, we want Steve. Steve Nash is a unique guy. He's a, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, we like this. He's a brilliant basketball mind, too. Yes. So why would you want him fired? Well, I'm not saying that, that, that Steve Nash has done a remarkable job to keep his job. Because it is... He says chair challenges, yes. Yes, yes. I mean, Kyrie Irving did him no favors. But I guess what I'm saying here, though, is is that you were one of the individuals that put Steve Nash in the position to yeah. get the job. I, Remember, because that wasn't who was the coach initially. When he got there and then Kyrie, they had a different coach. It was Kenny Atkinson, wasn't it? And, yep, and then, and then after that, what ended up happening was... When they brought in Steve Nash, Kyrie had made that comment about, well, I feel like we don't even have a coach. That's right. Remember he said that? Yeah. And people were like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah. Are you already undermining Steve Nash? So maybe Steve Nash was undermined from the beginning with those comments from Kyrie, which isn't fair to Steve Nash. No, it's not. This is what I would do if I was Brooklyn. Okay. This is me. Kevin Durant. We know is unbelievable. He's arguably the best player on the planet right now. Arguably. You could no, you can make the case. Yeah, yes, you could. If I was the Brooklyn Nets, I would get the best deal I could for Kevin Durant right now. It's not a manageable situation. No. It's getting uglier. Mm-hmm. If a team says we will trade you four first round picks. 
and a good player, I would make that deal. I would make a Rudy Gobert deal. Now, you may be like, well, they can get more than a Rudy Gobert. Not right now, they can't. Let me ask you this question. What do you think the market is for Kevin Durant right now? There isn't much of a market for that's, him. That's, well, that's what I thought. Well, there's a market for him, but <laughs> there is a market for him. But the team, not everybody's willing to give everything. Nor should they. For Kevin Durant. So, remember how everybody said, well, look what the Wolves gave up to get Rudy Gobert? Yeah. Well, just imagine what the Kevin what they're going to get for Kevin Durant. No, no one's doing that. And here's the problem: is like we overpaid. And here's the problem: let's say a team does trade for Kevin Durant. There's no guarantee Durant's going to be happy there long term. I mean, we've seen this before. You know, he left Oklahoma City because he didn't want to play with Russ anymore. He went to Golden State, won a couple titles, wasn't happy there because it was still Steph's team, as it should have been. So he goes to New York, forms his own team, plays there a couple of years, and now he's not happy because this team got swept by the Celtics in the first round of the playoffs. So now Kevin Durant. So where's Kevin going to be happy at? Who knows? Back in D.C. where he's from? He's moving, he's moving, he's moving to his fourth team. Fourth. What can the what can the Wizards give them? Probably start with Bradley Beal. Which oh, no question. Yeah. But, I mean, Bradley Beal and what? Put it like this. If if I was the Brooklyn Nets, I would take Bradley Beal in three ones. Yeah. I, I would take that right now. Three ones and Bradley Beal. Hey, Porzingis? Do you want to take on Porzingis' money? Not really. I mean, Bradley Beal's a baller. Yeah. I'm not saying he's Kevin Durant because he's not. But no one is. But I would I would take Bradley Beal in three number ones. Because you know what? Kevin Durant ain't leading Washington to the promised land. Would now you, he's from Washington. He's going to sell more tickets. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask this. Where would you want to see Kevin Durant play if it wasn't New Jersey, if it wasn't the Brooklyn Nets? If it wasn't the Brooklyn Nets and it yeah, wasn't yeah. – the Timberwolves? Let, let's just say you wish we'll think you see him play for a different team. Forget what the trade would be like and everything else. Just Not like, the Timberwolves. Okay. Right? Not the Timberwolves? Okay. No, I mean, I would love to see him play for the Timberwolves. Yeah. Here, here's my team. Okay. San Antonio. Part of the reason is because he said he was happiest to be played in Austin for the University of Texas for that one year. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, Austin's an NBA team, but San Antonio's not too far from Austin. And played with Pop for a year or two. Yeah, but there's nothing with him though. No, I, I know, I know. Perennial loser. Like they get they they don't even have Devon, uh, Dejounte Murray anymore. No, I know. No, and, I, 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 I'm just saying, Santo will be able to get him. I don't know. Oh, you're just saying you love to watch him play, but I'm, that's what I'm saying. He wouldn't have nobody to play with though. It wouldn't no. be fun to watch. No. I mean, if he loses, he loses. Yeah, he got swept by Boston. Exactly. Who cares? <laughs> I mean, let's face it. I mean, Steve Nash's foot was on the line when he lost to Milwaukee. What if you play with Giannis? That'd be scary. <laughs> that got me thinking. Oh, that'd be scary. All right, Kevin Durant for Bobby Portis. Who says no? Let me ask you a serious question. Okay, okay. Bobby Portis, Drew Holiday, and two ones for Kevin Durant. I'm tempted to say yes. If Kevin Durant went to the Bucks on a deal like that, the Bucks would be guaranteed a championship. I think virtually. Yeah. The, the only question is, well, here's the thing, because we could have Grayson Allen play the point guard then. 
I mean, the other ones I have no problem with because they're like lower picks, so I'm fine with that. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to think like that. I shouldn't even brought that up. Can we throw Grayson Allen instead of Drew Holiday to make a three number one picks? No, because Grayson Allen and Drew Holiday are not on the same tier. No, I, I know. That's you why we that, 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 give Drew Holiday. <laughs> but I, just don't like, I just don't like Grayson Allen. <laughs> you don't like the cheap shot artist. Well, he is a cheap shot artist. Yeah, he is exactly that. All right, coming up next, it's time for headlines. We do that on Lake Night. All right, a programming note before we get into headlines here, just so you guys are aware. The next couple of nights, we're not doing headlines. Because the next couple of nights, the Twins and Dodgers, man, first pitch isn't until 9 o'clock. And so there will be no late night. There will just be final pitch. So potentially, me and Hammer will be doing final pitch at like 1 a.m. It's possible. It's in play. <laughs> I'm sorry, Hammer. That's fine. I mean, I knew what I signed up for. And quite frankly, I like doing final pitch with you. I look forward to it every night. I know. It's just so late, though. Yeah. We're both late night guys, I guess. I know. I mean, you're a night owl, and this is my third time doing the shift in the 18 years I've been here, so I'm used to it. So the next couple of nights, it's going to be a little MLS action yes. and twins for me. Yes. I love it. Me and I'll just be here watching the Twins, and I'll enjoy it too because, you know, hopefully we can find a way to get some payback from the Dodgers for what happened back in April. But let's start looking at the headlines here. We're char- I'm, not, I'm not overly optimistic. I'm not either, but, you know, I'm trying <laughs> to keep the faith here. I know. I'll start locally. We're charging and filed against three people who are believed to have some connection to the last week's shoot at the Mall of America. However, the shooter's not among the three. Three are charged were Denise Regbar, 21, Delaney Ken Sean Arnold, 23, Selena Rigby are all accused of helping the shooter evade police and arrest. All three of the suspects who are from the Twin Cities area have been charged with aiding an offender to avoid arrest. Police shared that the altercation on Thursday took place in the Nike store at the Mall of America. Surveillance footage shows the fight breaking up between six people in the New York checkout counter. Two people involved in the fight allegedly left the store returning with a handgun, firing three times at the males engaged in the fight. Shooter identified Shamar Lark and another person, Rashad May, then fled the scene, making their way to the Ikea parking lot. Charges alleged that two men called Arnold after the shooting, who was contacted his girlfriend, Selena, an assistant manager at the Best Western, and her cousin, Denise, who allegedly picked him up in the Best Western shuttle from Ikea. After dropping off the two men, who he told police were friends with his cousin, off at the hotel, he did not see the three of them for almost 45 minutes to charge say. Selena then allegedly called him and asked where the police had left. Officers searched the home of Arnold and Selena Raybar, where they found the shirts the men had been wearing when the shooting occurred. Three have been charged are currently in custody and scheduled to make appearance on Tuesday in court. Police also show that Lark and May are still on the run and the investigation remains ongoing. I um this is this is a super frustrating story yes, to, 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 to see. And it's it's because number one, I don't want any person, any citizen, whether they're visiting our fine state, visiting the Mall of America, or if you're a resident here, okay, if you're in Minnesota. To feel unsafe in a damn mall. No. Secondly, you know who was in that Nike store 30 minutes before that occurred? That'd be you. Me. Like, are you kidding me? Like, this is just out of control. It's it's insane. And this is why I want to – I repeat this. People talk about downtown Minneapolis, and we talk about specific areas. None of us are immune. 
I don't care if you're at the Mall of America. I don't care if you live in Plymouth. I don't care if you live in Eden Prairie. I don't care where you live. Duluth, Rochester, Mankato, crime is happening. It's escalating across the board. Yes, in highly populated areas. It's happening a little bit more. I get that. But we all should be outraged at all of this stuff. It's ridiculous. I agree. On national news, U.S. Airlines canceled delayed thousands of flights over the weekend as bad weather and staffing shortages added to more frustration for passengers. Isn't that always the excuse? Bad weather? Yeah. More than 7,000 domestic flights were delayed and about 650 were canceled on Saturday, according to Flight Aware data. On Sunday, additional 8,100 flights were delayed and 950 were canceled, the flight tracker said. Turmoil on the tarmac continued Monday with more than 500 flights canceled and 2,800 delayed by mid-afternoon. Pilot airports impacted all types of travelers, including professional athletes. The NBA player Nika Obumagay. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. No, no, I'm thinking of somebody else. I'm sorry. You're talking about a Sparks player, right? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I don't don't know if she plays. Yeah, she plays for the Sparks. Yep, I got you. She tweeted on Monday that her team's weekend play was delayed three times. I saw saw it, and they had to sleep in the airport. Yeah, yeah. Amid the disruptions marring the summer travel season, there's one potential bright spot for passenger, quicker refunds. The Department of Transportation has proposed new rules travelers can get their refund within seven days, the payback credit card, and their flight was delayed by three hours for a domestic flight or six hours for an international voyage. Agency officials solicited public comment for 90 days before finalizing the rule. Many airlines also experienced staff surges, particularly pilots. Meanwhile, larger carriers have struggled to train new pilots quickly enough. So you're talking about uh, Anika Ogwumake. Yeah, that's the name I could not pronounce, obviously. That, that's, that's, that's who it was. Because I saw her... So I was laying in bed last night, yeah. and, I, and I was on Twitter, uh-huh. and I saw that came across my feed, which she had tweeted. And then also, remember now, PR person for the L.A. Sparks is Corey Henry, who used to be with That's the Wolves. Right, yes. And so I saw she retweeted it as well. Yes. And so I was like, yeah, this is not good. No, it's not. Not good. And this is concerning to me because as a person who plans on taking a fall trip somewhere, I'm trying to uh, figure out when to go and uh, – Hopefully not have to deal with this. You don't want to sleep uh, in the airport? I prefer not to if I don't have to. <laughs> I'm not above it, but I prefer not to at this age. I hear you. Yeah. Uh, business news. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration decision on e-cigarettes in June led to job cuts at the Hudson, Wisconsin operation, a medical device maker, Phillips Medicize. company informed the state of Wisconsin in July that was left 96 employees from its St. Croix Meadows facility in Hudson. Postmaster Jewel Labs confirmed that as the company referenced the letter, the Washington, D.C.-based firm previously acknowledged that it has contracts with Phillips to make e-cigarettes components. In June, the FDA ordered Juul to halt U.S. sales of e-cigarettes. According to the company's statement, the company provided direct support to our employees, including severance packages and the opportunity to apply for roles on our other sites in Wisconsin that include New Richmond and Menominee. Phillips Metasize has approximately 2,300 employees at numerous locations in Wisconsin, but 200 work on the site in Hudson. I mean, this sucks. It in does. terms of job losses, yeah, but you don't say you lose your job. But didn't we think that this was going to happen though? I, with I, the whole, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm. This is. Not, I'm not surprised at, at this either. Yeah, and I like the fact they're actually allowing other people to transfer to different places to keep their job at least. So yeah, yeah. And finally, entertainment news: Ed Hesh is in a coma Monday as authorities continue to investigate an accident Friday left the actress with serious burns. Los Angeles police are investigating Hesh in connection with driving under the influence and hit and run after he crashed into a car in a Mara Vista house igniting a fire. Hesh, who's 53, is pulled by L.A. firefighters from the wreckage of burnt Minnie Cooper. L.A. police officer Annie Hernandez confirmed the detective investigating the crash in the 1700 block of South Walgrove Avenue obtained a search warrant for the actress, actress's blood at the hospital to see whether she was under the influence. 59 firefighters responded to the scene of the accident. 
Most before the impact, Hetch was captured on video crashing the garage in an apartment building that nearly missed a pedestrian before striking a Jaguar. Hesh has not been arrested or charged. Um, 59 firefighters? Wow. L- let me say this. Uh-huh. Did you see the video of for speeding down the road? I have not. And, and by no means am I saying that that she should have crashed. or I wouldn't wish this upon anyone. Uh-huh. But I'm not surprised that she crashed. She was speeding through a residential neighborhood. Which she didn't ever do. It, it, it just, it's scary. So, so when it does come out, will I be shocked that she was driving under the influence? No. No. Based on what I've read, I would not be surprised either. This is scary, though. They say she's badly burned and um, she's in a coma now. That's not good? That's not good. Hopefully it's a medically induced coma to like help the swelling or something. Come oh, gosh. Um, that sucks, man. All right, coming up next, somebody that I don't think that we've talked about yet here on this show, but we will talk about him because I have opinions, and it's Alex Jones, InfoWars. I give you the take next on Lake Night. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates – Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.